I want to discuss what to consider if you're thinking about opening your own studio. Welcome to Animator's Journey Podcast. I had a, a student ask me that this week, why haven't I opened my own studio? And so I wanted to give a little background into some of my experience with that and considerations for yourself, because essentially the student's question was two parts. First, it seems like you don't get paid much working in the industry. So why don't I open my own studio <laughs> to um, solve that problem, I guess. So it's totally possible to open up your own studio. It could be a very small operation, just you and some friends, or it could you know, grow to be bigger. But um, obviously there's a ton of words of caution here that I would impart upon that mindset of, let me just solve the, the low wages that I'm perceiving in an industry I haven't worked in yet by opening my own studio in an industry I haven't worked in yet. So obviously you can probably see there's a couple problems with that thought process. First, you have no experience in this industry, so you don't really have a point of reference for how to work within it, how to get clients. So there's a lot of groundwork you would need to do first off. So um, I'm making this video because it would be a very long thing to type out to answer the student. So hopefully um, this might answer some other people's considerations when they're thinking, you know, especially in this economy where you could work remotely and uh, so much is on the internet that why don't I just do my own thing um, and open my own studio? So first thing I would say is, have you ever ran a business? Period. So that is the first consideration because you are opening a business. Forget animation, forget visual effects. You're running a business. So do you know things like profit and loss statements? Do you know what runway means? You know, uh, do you have clients already? That there's a lot of fundamental things into running a business that you would want to make sure you're pinning down or have built a team who knows how to do those things very well. So if you're just starting out, I would not recommend that because that is a recipe for disaster <laughs> and you're not going to be in business very long. Um, so for example, you need to know how a business operates. And the best way to do that is to work for a business. So first thing, get a job at a studio, uh, understand how it operates. You know, you need to try to be involved in meetings that you might not normally be involved with, you know, with producers or production, because that's going to be the side of things that you're going to want to do because you know, imagine you want to start your own studio, but you want to work in the industry. Those are a bit counterintuitive because if you're running your own studio, most of your time is going to be spent pitching projects and trying to find work to fill the pipeline to pay the bills and pay the staff that I'm assuming that you are going to need. Because when you say studio, you're not freelancing. You're, you are building a company or a team. And they need to get paid, so they need work to do that. So you are the one, if you are the one opening the studio to go get that work. Um, so if your intention to get into the studio, uh, to get into the industry rather, is to be able to do the work, um, you need to ask yourself, what is the work that I wanna do? Do I wanna spend all my time pitching projects and trying to find clients? Or do I like actually creating the work? And spending down, mod, you know, sitting down, modeling, animating, you know, that's not going. That's not what you're going to be doing if you are opening your own studio. You are going to be the one responsible for finding the work to hire others to do that work. So, um, not to say that you couldn't dip your toe in that a little bit, or you could find someone else, like a producer or you know, another team member that would help to go do that. But 
you know, the implication when you're starting and running your own studio is you are the one in charge. So you are responsible for finding that work. And that's a full-time job. Um, and so, you know, my, my experience with that is because I have done commercial projects for Braun, Lego, uh, Anheuser-Busch, you know, I've, I, you know, the alternative to this is doing it kind of freelance because when you're doing this type of work and you're not an employee and um, you're the employer, essentially, it can be very difficult to find work consistent enough to have the runway financially to keep the doors open, essentially, because people's paycheck has to come every week or every month, no matter how much work you have, um, if you're hiring them full time. So you need to keep that in mind when you're thinking about this. So the questions I would ask you are, is this really what you want to do? You want to spend all your time trying to find work to hire other people to do maybe the work that you wanted to do, like animating, modeling, texturing, whatever. Um, so basically, this isn't a silver bullet solution uh, to your problems of thinking that the industry doesn't pay enough because you're also going to have to be competitive financially on, you know, um, pitches anyways. So you might have to be undercutting the people that you're perceiving aren't paying enough anyways. So I'm not sure how that solves the first problem of you thinking you're not getting paid enough. So yeah, it's a lot to consider. And my suggestion would be to work in the industry first, figure out what you want to do, and then learn the business side if you do want to go down that path and um, start to do it part-time before you stop receiving a paycheck from an employer and then go out on your own. You know, you need contacts. You need, you need to understand how the process works. How, who are you going to contact to get work? How are you going to contact and how do you put together, you know, a pitch, um, uh, you know, a statement of work, all, all that kinds of things that go along with creating work for clients. You need to understand how to do that before you cut the ropes loose and you have no paycheck coming in and you also have no clients coming in on the work you're trying to get. So it's a lot to consider. And in a separate video, I'll discuss the first, you know, the presupposition here that the industry doesn't pay enough. So you need to start your own studio. Um, that's not the case. And we can talk about that in another video, but wanted to address this student's kind of question and thought process of like, let, why don't I just start my own studio? Um, I haven't for all those reasons, you know, it's a lot of responsibility. You're responsible for someone else's paycheck, their livelihood, and the work that it takes to run a studio isn't the work that I want to be doing. I want to actually be making this stuff, at least for right now. Um, I've hired and kind of ran projects, you know, time to time, uh, animating short films for Lego. Um, and I'm happy to do that work when it comes in and I can kind of be flexible and not have the overhead of rent or full-time employees that you have to pay. I can just very quickly and nimbly put together a freelance kind of group and we can you know, crank out a project and then dissolve and come back together later if there's more work doing it kind of freelance wise. That's what I do um, or have done in the past. You know, things change that might, that might change in the future, but you know, I just wanted to throw this out there as <laughs> a quick answer to this 
uh, student because this is too much to cover in a text uh, typing it up. And so I want to record this. So I thought it might be helpful for others to hear my thought process on why don't I just open my own studio? Um, there's a lot to consider and it's a business decision more than an artistic uh, pursuit decision. So, you know, you need know, to know the business side first. And while I'm speaking about that, go check out Chris Doe's, uh The Future Academy. They have a lot of business type of uh, courses. I actually sat in on one of their managing money courses when I was working at Naughty Dog. Uh, the Future was just right down the street. So I just walked down and sat in on one of their classes, met Chris, and they have a ton of really good material if you're considering opening your own studio or going down that kind of more business side-minded path. They have a lot of good material that you should check out. Um, the other thing I wanted to mention real quick is the fact that, you know, I, I worked at a smaller studio that was created by Brandon Oldenburg and Bill Joyce, and they actually won an Oscar. And so they, I think the maybe the most employees we had at, at any one point was maybe 50. So they grew to about 50, a studio of 50 people, Oscar-winning studio. And um, you know, they're no longer kind of in business in that capacity that they were. Um, you know, there's a lot of factors at play there why that is, but just wanted to throw that out there as an anecdote of, you know, even a little studio that won an Oscar, um, you know, isn't around anymore in the way that they were. So it's not like this is, you know, opening your own studio, even at the height of success, let's say you even won an Oscar, you know, that doesn't even mean you're going to be, uh, you know, commercially successful for forever. So uh, there's a lot of factors in play and it's a lot to learn <laughs> more than I have time to cover here. Thanks for listening to this week's Animator's Journey podcast episode. If you want my help starting your own animation journey, check out animatorsjourney.com where you can enroll in courses to start your journey now.